I don't, I, I, I can't imagine my life without the show now. I really can't. It's difficult because it has aided me so much in my professional career. It has aided me so much in my personal life. And sometimes, you know, when I have a shitty day or Paul's a shitty day or uh, Darrell has a shitty day or Jim has a shitty day or anybody has a shitty day, we go do the show. It's kind of like we get to vent in a very different way. And it, we get to just talk about something we love and it kind of makes the problems of the world go away for a little while. The Two Only Favorite Podcast, it enhances my experience a whole lot because I get to interact with my co-hosts on the podcast and we get to talk about Toonami but we really talk about a lot of other things as well. You know, sometimes Toonami related and also not Toonami related on that podcast but it makes for a great experience. It has. I can put it on and laugh without worrying about life and things that come with it at that time. It gives me something to look forward to each week besides, you know, the usual tsunami and a few other things. And, uh, it's just, it's another thing that, uh, that I can anticipate throughout the week. I rely on the Toonami Faithful podcast to figure out what happened. Uh, sometimes I'll, like, DVR and watch it later on, but it definitely improves my experience. Uh, it's really cool to, to listen to uh, what other people's expectations and thoughts are on the current episodes that aired that evening. And uh, overall, it's, uh, it really helps out a lot. One of my favorite topics on the show was definitely when the podcast did their top 10 Toonami shows and just seeing the different wide ranges of lists that you guys had and seeing a look back at where Toonami has come from and some of the shows that they have on now. My favorite moment was when the first Jason Marker interview, when Jose got emotional at the end. That was definitely my favorite. Not laughing at Jose or nothing, but I really, I just thought that was, you know, awesome that he got to have that moment and letting Jason know how the Dreams promo affected him. What is my favorite moment from the podcast? <laughs> Being on it. I enjoyed talking to these guys, Jose and Darrell and Paul. They're really good guys. With the Tsunami Faithful, I believe that it's necessary to keep us, all of us, on, a, on the same page as a fandom. And I think because of that, that, um, you know, that has really strengthened what we need to do, you know, everything that we need to know and everything that we need to do as a fandom, week in and week out. I just want to see you guys keep doing what you're doing. You know, reading the ratings every week, cracking jokes, screwing around discussing Tsunami, uh, other anime, getting guests on. Having Jason DeMarco come on and just talk about it in general was amazing. Um, the, the, the Richard Evgar was incredible, if only because it was just Jose and Richard talking for what was basically like an hour and a half. Just wow. And I guess another one of my favorite running gags, because I keep doing it, is the bleeps. Uh, the bleeps, really there's no purpose for us to actually bleep the show. The reason I did it is because I thought it would be cool to do it on the first episode, and I did it as a joke. And then we just kept doing it and doing it and doing it, and now it's kind of this running joke, and now I feel kind of bad where I don't want to take it down. Um, but, you know, I don't, I didn't, I never thought it was going to be a permanent fixture, and now I kind of can't imagine the show without the bleeps. I guess I, I, I need to leave them in. I really enjoyed the post segments, especially when Jose would do the stories from Japan. Some of those stories were really funny. Enjoyed taking a listen to them. Uh, recently, I really enjoyed the post segment where you guys did the E3 roundup and just listening to normally you guys talk about Toonami, but hearing your 
thoughts on all the new games that came out and how everybody handled their press conferences with the new systems and even hearing a little bit from Jose about Apple's developer conference. And I would say that the podcast has had a positive effect, you know, on my life also. Being that I am one of the co-hosts on the show, it's kind of like a stress reliever and it gives me a chance to act silly and not necessarily be serious all the time like I am at work or just going off on a tangent when I'm on Twitter or something, you know, complaining and bitching about a lot of things. And I'd like to say that I'm loving what you're doing and I wish you all good luck. Stay gold. Thank you for changing my life by not by saving me from boredom. Thank you. Hey everybody, this is Mike McFarland. This is Dana Swanson. Hey, this is Michael Heffron. Hi, I'm Glenn Bartlett from Tsunami Asia. I'm Richard Epcot. Hi everybody, this is Vic Mignogna. Oh hi, Tsunami Faithful Podcast. How's your sex life? Uh, this is John Jay here from Adult Swim Center. How's it going? Uh, my name is George Christick and I like cartoons. This is Brian Egay from Viz Media. Hey, this is Kyle Abear, the voice of the narrator from Dragon Ball Z. Hey, I'm Jason DeMarco. Yo, yo, it's Richie Branson, and you're now tuned in live to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. Let's get it. The Toonami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hey everybody, welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Gimeto, and with me tonight is... Paul Pastrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And welcome to our one-year anniversary extravaganza. We have nothing planned. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're really... I'm really excited. Uh, this is this is actually the first time me and Paul, believe it or not, have done an episode alone together since episode one. Uh Ever since episode two, we've always had either a guest or Darrell had joined as a host or Daniel had joined as a host. Uh, we had never done an episode again, just us alone. So we thought it would be kind of cool just to do an episode, the two of us. And um, it's weird. I don't like it. It's too quiet. There's not enough people <laughs> cursing and shit. <laughs> There's not Darrell telling people that he's going to rape them in the face or something. Yeah. Not enough of that. <laughs> but yeah, this is our one year anniversary. I'm really excited, but we do have a we do have a show planned for you. I don't know if it's a very good one, but we do have a show. <laughs> um and I'd like to before we get started, thank you to all the fans who have uh turned in some awesome responses to my little survey. Um I hope you enjoyed the little audio goodie. And uh yep, we're gonna get right into it. Because uh, also the fans, way better than the staff. The only one on the staff who's turned one in as of this recording is Darrell. Good job, Darrell. Good job, Darrell. <laughs> um, excluding me. Excluding you. Uh, yes, I turned mine in a long time ago. Okay. I also I also feel like I almost have to tell everybody that, you know, I, I'm sorry for being like a Debbie Downer on Twitter and everything. But, you know, you get into those female situations and you find out things that, you never found out before, so... I don't know what females are. Moving on. <laughs> Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Podomatic, especially iTunes. The iTunes page is a little lonely these days. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Tumblr at tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. 
And please visit the podcast site, which is podcast.tunamifaithful.com, for all the episodes of the podcast. We're at a year, baby. Episode 52. Yeah. It's really Woo! weird. I don't know how we. I don't know how we got to episode fifty two. I, I thought we would be at episode fifty three, or fifty one actually. <laughs> Remember, you took off a couple times, so. I know, but uh, there's only one week we didn't have the podcast. Only one, actually. Really. And that was Momocon week, where there was no podcast. Oh, that's right. That was mm-hmm. the only week we did not have a podcast, and I'm still like, huh? How did we get to fifty? I don't know. I'm confused, but whatever. We're, <laughs> we're at a year. <laughs> It's really weird. Anyways, uh, Paul has some shirts that he would like to sell you because those shirts help pay for the podcast. Yes. Uh, a couple of you have taken up the, obviously, the $12 for, per shirt, which includes the shipping. Um, I'm going to extend that to Friday because I'm such a nice guy. So Friday at midnight, that's Friday night at midnight, so Saturday morning. Um, June looks like... 28th that will be the last day that you can get shirts for $12 so please make sure that if you guys want a shirt you can support us by buying those shirts um, and also doing this because I love all of you <laughs> so, um, next we have to talk about the music video contest um, Jose I don't know if, because you've been extremely busy lately no no um, I've, been, I've been watching them all I watched you've them been all, watching actually. them all yep and we've been getting a lot more uh, video submissions. Thank you guys for doing that. Um, and we want to keep seeing you guys uh, send more and more and more. Remember, the, the date that you need to have all these in is by Friday, July 5th at midnight. Um, they need to be in by that day. If they are not, if you send them after that day, they will not count. Um, make sure that you follow all the rules that are on tunamifaithful.com. And... You know, if you have any questions, Jose is more than willing to help answer them. Just don't be mean about it. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, the participation in the music video contest have, has been pretty awesome. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for at least giving it a try. Yeah. Um, again, I want to stress the rhythm and pacing really important. So remember that when you're editing. Um, and yeah, so far everybody, nobody's really gone above and beyond the one minute and a half limit. So thank you, because it's kept them really short. And uh, everybody so far is seeming, uh, at least I haven't seen anybody break the rules. Uh, so we're we're good. We're good, everybody. You all rock. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll talk about once we get past July fifth. We'll we'll tell you guys what we're gonna do and everything and. Hopefully we'll have everything worked out and ready to go by that time. <laughs> yeah, remember, guys, we have stuff like Tiger and Bunny uh, to give away set one, which was the copy I reviewed for Gigi. We have uh, One Piece Voyage 4 Season 5 from Funimation. Uh, we have Keychains of Crocodile and uh, Bon Clay from One Piece. Thank you, Zach Logan, for yelling me on Twitter, telling me who that was. Um, <laughs> and, um, we also have, uh, a one piece pencil sharpener and I think Paul has a couple of extra things as well. So, uh, we got a lot of cool prizes. I'll, they're not all going to go to one person, but we're going to give them away to first prize, second prize, third prize. I don't know what's what yet. Um, so yeah, I'm really, I hope y'all really enjoy the prizes we have and, uh, yeah. Thank you all for submitting stuff to the music video contest. It's yeah. been, uh. It's been really cool to watch you all uh, do stuff. Yes, I appreciate all of your submissions and 
by the way, if you like again, if you have any questions, concerns, or apparently some of you have been complaining, um, you can email us at contact us at tsunamifaithful.com. We all get it. So um, we can answer your questions. Hopefully, Jose will answer them, but yeah, if Jose can get to them. I've been answering all of them, actually. Um, okay, I just good. keep forgetting to put contact us in the CC. So then, <laughs> so then I see somebody like Daniel also answer the same question. I'm like, damn it, I'd already answer that. <laughs> so I need to remember to put contact yes, us in the please CC. Do. Um, and also, one more thing that I want to talk about before we get to into the news. Uh, I worked on something special behind the scenes because, well... I wanted to do something for the one year of our podcast. And me, Christian, and Caboose Jr. came up with a character profile for Bleach for Ichigo. So if you guys want to check that out, that's at ToonamiFaithful.com. It's also on the YouTube channel. And by the way, if you guys go to the YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash BringItBackToonami, YouTube doesn't like me. They won't let me change the name. Um You'll see that uh, William actually put up an awesome banner for our uh, YouTube page because obviously YouTube has made everybody upgrade, which I don't know if I like or don't like yet. <laughs> but um, it's it's a really good picture. You know, I, I want to just give a shout out to Will real quick because that was he did a very good job. Cool. So, I don't know if you've seen it, Jose. Have you? Uh, the character profile? Yes, I saw it right before the show. What'd you think? Um. Hooray, you picked a show I don't like for my one-year anniversary <laughs> of the show. Well, you know... Oh, uh, uh, no, it looked it looked pretty good. Um, Caboose and Christian obviously know what they're doing. That's why that's why they're not allowed to enter the contest. Um, exactly. <laughs> and, um, and... That would be so cheating. And uh, Jim... Um, what's Jim? What can I say about Jim at this point? Jim is Jim. <laughs> Jim is Jim, and he does a good job. Jim, Jim doesn't so. fuck up a lot, so yeah. Uh, did I did I not mention Jim? I don't think I did. Jim but is yeah, Jim. Jim. Yeah, Jim did the voiceover too. By the way, guys, sorry about that. Sorry, Jim, don't kill me. <laughs> so, um, check that out. Let us know what you think. Um, a lot of you have given us some p- positive feedback on that too. So, you know, if we if you guys like it, we'll we'll keep doing some more and see what you guys think. Um, I didn't – I kind of just picked that one out of the blue because I was like, you know what? This is going to be the easiest one to do in my opinion. Um, by the way, I wrote that. So um, thanks to those of you that have given positive feedback. I, I don't always think that my writing is good. So it's always good to know that I you know, do good work. <laughs> so, But yeah, if, if you guys like that, we'll keep doing more. Um, hopefully – Tsunami will get the idea and do some themselves. <laughs> I hope so. not. We'll be out of a job. Well, no, it'll just we just won't be able to do those. Actually, well, we, we already are out of a job, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get into the news. How are we out of a job? Because we we don't work there. Oh, that's true. Yeah, let's get into the news right now. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Tsunami Tumblr, this is Tsunami News. Powered by TsunamiFaithful.com Bleach did 1,090,000 Naruto did 1,035,000 One Piece did 921,000 Soul Eater 795,000 IGPX Eureka 7 647,000 Thundercats did 606,000 
Symbionic Titan did 567,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did 557,000. Bebop did 535,000. Inuyasha did 589,000. And Inuyasha closed out the night with 526,000. Those are your ratings for June 15th, 2013. Night of Tsunami I did not watch. (laughs) One of the nights of Tsunami you did not watch, yes. Yes. Two in a row I haven't watched, actually. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get in trouble. For I know that. the fans are gonna be like, "Oh, why does he get to host the show?" Because because I great make the show. Screw you. I will watch my recordings. I promise. I promise. I just I'm so busy right now. Yeah. So, um, well, the ratings weren't that bad this week. I mean, they no, they're they not went down like we predicted. Yeah, I mean, they're not they're not like extremely like some people are like, "Oh my god, they're bad." Well, when I read the ratings comparison from a year ago, you'll understand that they're not bad. Yeah, well, actually, I want to point out Inuyasha's, like, giant jump there. Like, from Bebop to Inuyasha was, like, a 40,000 Oh, you know jump. what? I didn't notice I'm that. Estimating. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty big jump. It's like, holy crap. Yeah. People tune in at 5 a.m. for Inuyasha, man. That's why it's at 5 a.m. People tune in. <laughs> yep, that's, that's exactly why it's there. I don't like it there because I'd like to see it earlier so I can actually watch it, but... If it works for the block, it works for the block. That's what DVRs for, man. I know. I'm too lazy to go to the DVR. <laughs> I DVR everything. Oh, uh, I know because you edit too much. Because I edit too much? Yes, you edit too much. How, that has nothing to do with... <laughs> how, how long were you in the morning? Were you up to? Shut up. Anyways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, let's get to the ratings comparison. Um, so we're going to compare last year, which was... June 16th, 2002, to this week's, which was June 15th, 2013. Um, you already heard the ratings for June 15th, 2003. Uh, here are the ratings for what they were last year on June 16th, 2002, or 2012, I'm sorry. Uh, Bleach did 1,168,000. Dead Man Wonderland did 968,000. <clears throat> Cash and Sins did 806,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did 694,000. Ghost in the Shell second gig did 562,000. Cowboy Bebop did 539,000. Uh, into the repeat because at 3 a.m. the block repeated back then. Uh, Bleach did 558,000. Dead Man Wonderland did 495,000. Cash and Sins did 470,000. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did 452,000. Ghost in the Shell second gig did 401,000. And Cowboy Bebop did 446,000. So, after hearing all those ratings, and again, you could see the you could see the comparison at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, just search uh, ratings comparison six fifteen thirteen versus six sixteen two thousand twelve. Um, <laughs> these ratings are these ratings are nowhere near bad for this week. So, I mean, the only one that went down is Bleach. Fuck you, Bleach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I'm sure this week's episode that just aired last night uh, it's going to be low too because it was a filler episode, but that's neither here nor there. Filler, fuck yeah! I, I don't know what I, I'm doing. I fucking hate filler. <laughs> I, I I don't know what the story is in Bleach, I, you so don't, I don't dude, care. You didn't want to. You didn't want to see it last night. Like I I said, I was looking at Darrell. I'm like, can we just have this? Can we just have this episode over with already? <laughs> oh god, so. Uh, let's see here. We got to get into trending, don't we? No, we trending. we don't have to. We could just skip all this and be like, screw y'all. Do you want to do that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, trending. 
Yeah, it's trending. That's a thing. It happens on Twitter every single night. Yeah. Not every single night. I mean, Twitter's got to rest some days. Nah, fuck Twitter. It doesn't need to rest. All right, so let's let's talk about what trended. Um, first of all, there were there were no worldwide trends, so that kind of sucked. But damn you, rest of the world. <laughs> but um, for the U.S., tsunami trended both hashtag wise and just regular. Which, either or, means that it trended, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, Bleach trended, Naruto trended, Sasuke from Naruto trended, uh, One Piece trended, Soul Eater, IGPX, Aureka 7, and Inuyasha. Which was weird, because Inuyasha hasn't been trending, actually, at the end of the night. So, um, those are your trends for this week. Um, nothing, nothing too extravagant, but, you know, still. It, uh... Everything did trend. Most of the things trended, and Ooh. Jose very, very quiet. <laughs> well, because I don't, I don't, I wasn't there, man. I, I know watch. you weren't there. Jeez. I I tweeted occasionally out and be like, "Hey, watch Tsunami," or then people replied to me, and I'd be like, "Why are you replying to me? <laughs> Not here." <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, and then we're then we need to talk about the new promo, which I and did we not know. Watch. Yes, you did not watch. Oh, it I is on watch Tsunami. that now. Yes, you should watch that. Okay, right now. edit. All right, that was a promo. <laughs> okay, so I watched that now. Podcast edit. You all know I've watched that now, <laughs> which is available on tsunamifaithful.com right in the front page, man. As of this week, yeah. it's the first time that we've seen uh, Tsunami do a Criminal Threats promo since they switched to Tom Five and the New Absolution and Sarah. So, um, that was it. Was interesting to see how they did that, and, and it was really good. Yeah, I liked it. I, I saw IGPX in there, so I'm happy. Oh god! <laughs> and One Piece, and all the other shows I like. I don't mm. remember what they are. Um, <laughs> getting. Oh god! It's Bebop. Um, so the one thing I do want to talk about in the news too, before we get to um, one, talking one year us. anniversary circle jerk. Yeah, like circle jerk. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was interesting because Jason on his Twitter last night was talking about how the next three months is going to be good for Toonami fans, and also in the intro, which is also on ToonamiFaithful.com, um, they're indicating that there's some big things to come. Uh, well, the no, obvious we one is Sword Art Online, which well, yeah, that's I have been watching it. Like I've tried to get further in the show. Uh, I'm going to wait till the fucking thing comes out on Toonami. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> is the English... Are you watching the English dub? No, I watching? can't watch the English dub because it's going to premiere on Toonami. That's what I thought. Okay. I've been watching Japanese, and I'm just and I'm I'm feeling the same way. Like I was, I was before. I'm like, well, this is boring. You know, I, I'm gonna say this about Sword Art Online. I'm kind of I feel bad for the the people at Tsunami because they got to figure out where to put that, and it's kind of like it's debuting on Tsunami, the English dub. I mean, it, yeah, obviously the DVDs are coming out at the same time too, but it's kind of like. Where do you put it? And I, I feel really bad for them to try to figure that out. You know what I mean? Because IGPX it's is like... probably going to get the bump. Oh no! I think no, IGPX... I th- actually, I think Solar is going to get the bump. Why? Well, I, I think IGPX will get moved back. But um, see, the, the the problem is, is are you going to put Sword Art online at twelve thirty? Are you going to put it? No, 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 no. They're not moving Naruto for sure. Naruto has been performing. Mm-hmm elegantly and, and awesome i don't think they're gonna move one piece quite yet uh i don't i, I haven't seen the performance be 
move worthy. And plus, they probably want to keep their their big three together. So if anything's going to move, it's probably going to be Soul Eater. Well, I mean, see that, that's uh, that, that's a hard one because I, I would I would think that something that's debuting because they. Back in the day when it was Adult Swim, and yes, okay, this is this is the tsunami part of Adult Swim now, so the, these rules necessarily don't apply, but what they would usually do is try to put the newest things, the new big things at the beginning of the block, or the beginning of the anime action block, I should say. Um, so well, they're, they're trying to do that too, but when you have three shows like, you know, when you have the big three taking up the first hour and a half, uh, and they're performing pretty well, uh, at least so far... You're probably not going to move. Uh, probably not going to move them. You're not going to touch well, that. You're probably going to have to touch. You know what's see, that, what's after that. My thoughts is 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 that they would take Naruto out and put that at twelve. No freaking way. No freaking way would they take Naruto? Dude, out. like, what are you going to do? Put that at one thirty? I mean, you're <sighs> not going to you're not going to touch Naruto. I I know that because Naruto is doing a million a week. No way are they moving that. See, this is why I'm saying it's like a tough decision because if I were making this decision, I'd be like, I don't know where to put it. <laughs> put it at one thirty. Move everything back. Take out uh, an episode of Inuyasha. Done. Oh well, no, no, no. They'll probably take out it. Obviously, that's going to happen. Probably. Well, no, 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 no. I think uh, Aureka Seven is. Oh, unless Aureka Seven is over by then. I think then... that's. I think that's over by then. So, or because I know Symbionic Titan Thundercats are getting close too. I don't know if they're going to repeat again, but if they don't. One of those will get taken out too. Oh, I really so hope I'm not, they don't repeat again. I'm not really worried about those. I'm I'm more worried about like. <laughs> Look for sure, Naruto's know. not moving. Nar- that whole first hour and a half, not well, Bleach moving. Bleach is right not going to move. Bleach is not going to move. That we know already. Bleach, Naruto and, are not going to move. Don't even suggest and I, and I Naruto's would... going to move. And I and I can't I can't imagine that they would move One Piece at all because that would be entirely stupid and people would get pissed. It's bad enough. It's at one a.m. There's nowhere else they could have put it, so. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're just not going to move that first hour and a half, man. They're not. No way. It's first off, it would be really detrimental for them to move One Piece so soon. Yeah, because One Piece is a one that's a marathon. Uh, compared to compared to Tenchi Muyo GXP, it kind of had to be a sprint because they had other shows already lined up right after it, and then when that didn't pan out as much as they wanted it to, you know. Um, they had to move it kind of right away, but One Piece has been performing considerably well at its in its time slot, um, right? And it's you know it, you just don't want to move those three shows. You know, as much as I don't like Bleach, they do kind of belong together because they are the big three. Um, and I can't imagine anybody at Tsunami thinking, "Yeah, we got to move that one." If anything, they're gonna move Soul Eater and everything else back. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it just with how Dead Man Wonderland did in that time slot, it was it's kind of makes sense to put it there. But then, you know, yeah, you got Naruto, and I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I would, it's a tough one. I would never compare Sword Art Online to Dead Man Wonderland ever again. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not comparing. No, 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 no. I didn't mean that comparison. I, I'm just no, I'm saying, talking. Like, I know what you're talking about. Dub premieres. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it's a hard one. And and you know what? Why don't we ask? Why don't we have people? You know, send us some response and let it. We'll talk about it next week. My email's too. already full, so no. No, no, no. I meant uh, hashtag tsunami talkback on Twitter. No, never. No. Oh, okay. oh, we haven't done one of those in forever. Do we want exactly? To do 
Do we yeah, want to do one for this episode? Why not? We could do that too. So if you guys want to respond to uh, us and Jose about this episode and also about um, Sword, Art, Sword Art Online, where you guys would like to see it, uh, on Twitter, Twitter, God, I can't speak today. You uh, cannot. You can use, <laughs> you can use hashtag, hashtag, wow, Talkback, as well as going to the our Tumblr, tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com and uh, letting us know what you guys think. So, and we'll start reading those again. I, I, I promise. Um, but also, like I, I, somebody had mentioned, maybe there's gonna be another movie night. I don't know. Um, probably, and I hope it's Redline. <laughs> we'll see. It, from what we saw the last time, it's probably going to end up being. Um, just one movie. It won't be like a whole night of movies. It'll just no, be one. No, that would be dumb. They would never no, do a whole night of dumb. movies. That would be really dumb. That's that's a whole week of revenue for those shows lost, basically. True. So, so anyways, um, let's get into... Let's just get into this week's podcast one-year circle jerk. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> the experiment worked <laughs> no i'm we're still we're still tinkering with it oh okay damn it oh man it's been a year it has truly been a year yes it has this is weird i mean technically actually as of when we're recording this not a year but oh. when you hear this it will have been a year yes and you know a lot of things a lot of good things have happened to us i mean we all met the whole tsunami crew we met steve bloom I actually got on a plane for the first time to do all this, so um, <laughs> we have one of the best tsunami sites out there. We have probably the best tsunami podcast out there. Um, I, there's, I mean, a lot of things, a lot of good things have happened. So, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, because of this podcast, this podcast has done so much for. Not just me, but all of us uh, who work on it. This podcast, I think, has done... I'm going to get in trouble for this. But I think this podcast has done possibly more than anything else on the site to really excel us. Because um, it it gives us something to do. It's something that's weekly content that isn't just ratings. Because ratings, yeah. obviously, draw is a big draw for the site. I mean, we get a lot of people who come to the site for the ratings. But I think they stay because of the content we have to provide and when they find the podcast it's something that is less predictable and they can depend on every week just coming out every week and you know people can just kind of that's what i've kind of heard from at least all the feedback uh on the show that people really like having this little central hub of just information right and we do it in the uh in a way that's uh funny and entertaining not just you know, this is the ratings. This is the. Ra- oh, I should read it like a, like someone on BBC Radio and just read it like these are the ratings or NPR, one of those places, and have a really smoothing <laughs> voice instead of fucking yelling and messing up all the time. We'll put some uh, romantic music in the background. No, 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 no. It's got to be like it's got to be like an NPR show. It's really quiet. Not much is going on, and it's just one really soothing guy's voice, and he's talking about ants the whole time. I love NPR, by the way. You're getting fired. Anyways. Um, I created the podcast. Fuck you. I can't be fired. 
one pain oh. for the podcast. That's true. That is true. Um, so it's been, it, it's just been an awesome ride and, you know. Oh, without the podcast, I would have never gone to William Street. We would have never had, I've no, well, I would have never met Jason DeMarco. I would have never met Steve Bloom. I would have never done any of these things without the podcast. Yep. And it's just the weirdest, it's the weirdest thing in the world, man, to talk about. Cause it's so weird that in just a small year, we've done so much. It wasn't even a year into the show where we got Jason on. Um, you know, it wasn't even a year into the, actually, I think it was about half a year into the show where we got Steve on our podcast, where we got video content on our podcast kind of blew up immediately after the second episode. Um, and you know, if there's one kind of un uh, one huge hero to us in the podcast wise, it's probably Richie Branson, who has not been on the show since uh, one Tsunami Faithful exclusive a long time ago. Because Richie put us on the map. Oh yeah, yes he did. I think I well I think that Jason and Steve also added to you know our audience because when they came on that just a lot of people started listening and then you know when you look at these things number wise you kind of go okay how many people have dropped off how many people have stayed and not a lot of people have dropped off which is really good i think we've actually gained a lot as we've gotten to this point no no no. we've we've been we've been steadily climbing i mean we have our off weeks but we've been climbing week after week where it's just like holy shit and i can't believe we are we so many people actually give a shit (laughs) This is a dumb little podcast about Toonami, and it's like, people give a crap about what we think, and they come back week after week, it's like, this is awesome. I can't say it's a dumb podcast, because... Oh, no, I think it's still a little dumb podcast, but <laughs> I, I do it, you know, and I do it out of fun, and we, what we do, we do it out of fun, but we do try to treat it professionally, which is weird. <laughs> this is true. We could, we could just be complete assholes on here. <laughs> We could. I I'm, I know I could do this podcast way more professionally, not editing wise. I'm just talking about myself wise. But now I've I've kind of loosened up, and compared to earlier, uh, where I'm a little more open, uh, definitely. And I and I think the audience has encouraged me to do that, which is great. Um, at first, I thought when I was going to open up a little bit about my opinions on certain things, I thought some of, and some of them did. They would be like, "Don't say that. Say it like you know." And we don't want to hear your stuff. We want to hear blah, blah, blah. But I guess I won people over. And I guess people are just like, oh, he just hates Bleach, whatever. <laughs> and they kind of just moved on. Because now we get questions about stuff on my Twitter, which is really fun. Um, and it's cool that people care about what I think about certain things. Well, it's also awesome for them to, you know, like if we put out, for example, like the the movie or the movie, the music video contest, like, people will, you know, respond to that and be like, yeah, let me let me send you this video. It used to be so hard to get people to participate, to be oh, on, to, to do stuff for the show, and it's like, holy crap, some people are not only turning in music videos, they're, they're doing the, the, the audio essay, that audio survey, whatever, that I've asked people to do uh, for, for the beginning of the show, and it's just amazing how many of you have just come out and done amazing things. And we need to talk, I guess we need to talk about, we should probably talk about like how this really all got started and then yeah. work our way. Man. Um, well, okay. <laughs> this story is, uh, it's kind of funny because Jose almost killed me. 
Because um, I used to harass him. No, I used to harass him like every single week. I'm like, you need to make a video for you the used website. to harass me every single day. Oh, did I? Yes. Uh-oh. All right, every single day. <laughs> I was hesitant to give you my number because I was just like, holy shit, he keeps texting me. <laughs> Who is this complete stranger? Eh, well, you love me now, so. <laughs> yep. Um, so, basically, the story went like this. Uh, me and Jose had a lot of discussions back and forth, besides me bugging him for videos. And uh, Well, we should start I- there, I mean, because I created a music video called, actually, I, don't, I think it's title was Bring Back Toonami. Oh, uh, yeah. And, yeah, Paul saw that. And I got noticed on the Toonami News account. And I was like, holy shit, cool. That's me. I did that. <laughs> and uh, he graciously plugged my work on um, on AFO stuff. So, Well, there's no gracious about it. That was awesome. But continue. And then I made another one, uh, which was my Prometheus parody. And, um, you know, and people respond positively to that. And I'm really happy about it. Uh, but... You know the thing. The thing was, Paul kept asking me to do a video every week, and I, I said no, I can't do that. Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, we need, we, I need more videos because I want people to actually come to this site. And he's like, well, I'm busy. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes it's hard for you guys to understand. I really don't like coming home, and then from a whole day of editing, uh, and then coming home and editing. <laughs> this is true because it's just like he, he's on. complained about this so many times he's just like I fucking don't want to do this Paul. Fucking well because it's like hey welcome to the podcast <laughs> oh yeah because it's like coming home that's why you know that's why it's so dreadful to edit the podcast sometimes it's like crap man what what did i do for the past six hours it was edit now i have to go edit for another two or three yeah <laughs> And it's well, just like, that's my whole life. It's like, oh my God, there's nothing. I mean, I love editing to death, but crap, dude. It's just sitting in front of a computer looking at monitors all day. Right. And it, the, the thing was, is we, what I wanted to do was have some kind of like, at least like a short video or something talking about Toonami every single week or I think it was more or less along the lines of Toonami News, wasn't it, Jose, that I was trying to do? I think you were trying to do, just trying to make me do a music video every week and bring awareness to Toonami. Well, yeah, there was that too, but I was talking to you about how, like, I I wanted to do something every single week and, you know, so that people were updated and, you know, talking about things. And even if it was just something on YouTube where I was just talking and people got bored with it, it was just something so that people were up to date, they got the ratings, you know, all this stuff. So... Um, and at the time as well, I also really wanted to do a podcast because I had done one years ago uh, called Undefined Gamer. Good luck finding it because it's gone. <laughs> I don't even have it anymore. Um, and uh, I did it for for a good, I think, year or so. Um, and actually, almost a year. I didn't even make it to a year with that show. But um, yeah, that, that that show, I really had fun doing that show. And I wanted to do another podcast that was more successful, especially since I wasn't really gaming anymore. Uh, so I didn't want to do a gaming podcast. I thought, well, not too many people are doing a Toonami podcast. I mean, there's one other Toonami podcast out there, but, you know. And then I pitched the idea to Paul. Yes, you did. And I'm like, all right, let's try this experiment. 
which came up to our first title, which was called The Experiment. And we had never spoken to each other, like, on the phone or anything at that point. We had never, I'd never heard Paul's voice before. Nope. I had, I mean, we texted on Twitter and we, and I, you had my phone number, um, but you would never, we had never actually, like, called each other and talk on the phone. I'm like, oh God, what does this kid sound like? <laughs> I sound beautiful. He does. If you were to sing a song, it would all wet your panties right now. So anyways, we're getting into, we, we start recording the show and we do an episode and, you know, from the beginning, because I was always aware of the other Toonami podcast, the unofficial Toonami podcast that Zach Logan and Steve Yurko ran for weeks um, and months rather. And I intentionally decided the show should not be like that. I really didn't want the show to look and sound like that because what they were doing was literally recapping every episode that happened on Toonami. And that's cool. Uh, And it's great. And, you know, that's great for that podcast. But we intentionally did something different because we didn't want to be that. Uh, We didn't. We didn't want to be that. And then when they joined us, it was like, oh, we've come at a crossroads. We can now be that. And we've decided to keep on the path that we're on. Um, yes. And I think to great success. I mean, we're we've still here it. and they're not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also had a, they also, you know, they had the One Piece podcast, which is their most successful podcast, yes, obviously. Which is way more important to them. Right. And I mean, it looked like they had like, I think there's, there's a Full Metal Alchemist yeah, they had the Full Metal Alchemist podcast for a while. They had that's uh, that one. And I think there was one other, maybe. But I mean, Zach Logan and Ed, uh, those guys are super podcasters, and I love them to death. And uh, Jabber and everybody who I've met on the One Piece podcast are just amazing people, and they they do amazing things and like to go into Japan. But for some reason, for whatever reason, the Toonami podcast was just never a high priority for them. Yeah, and. Obviously, well, we don't, we don't, we don't mean that in like a negative. No, way. No, we don't mean that in a negative way. They, they had so much been, other things to do. They're extremely busy. I mean, I, I'm not going to talk about what Zach. I don't know if ta- Zach has talked about what he does in his personal life, so I don't really want to go into that. But he's a you know. lawyer. Okay. Well, there. Never mind. <laughs> he's ta- he's going to be taking the bar pretty soon. If so he hasn't I mean, taken it already. So I mean, right there, it, you don't have any time. Yeah, <laughs> you I know, mean, Zach is super busy. He's not on the One Piece podcast right now. We can't even. I mean, we can sort of get in contact with him, but we can't really, like, talk to him very often because he's just so effing busy studying for the bar. Right. So, I mean, you know. I mean, he, I mean, that show, that show was great. And we, you know, I love that show. I listened to it every time it came out. But, you know, we also didn't want to be that show because there was already that show. We, you know, what good would we be if we just copied that show? And then when they obviously they they had a lot of stuff done with the One Piece podcast and uh, you know other podcasts like the Anamanga podcast that obviously the Toonami podcast that they were doing came very low on that list where it wasn't coming out consistently every week and I think our biggest advantage was we were coming out consistently every week. Yep, for the most part. Actually, pretty much. No, we have. With the exception of the week we had... came back from Momocon, we've had an episode yeah. every week. We've been late, say. yes, but we've never <laughs> gone a week without an episode. This is true. And, you know, there would be months in between the Toonami podcast. And it was really cool when they approached us. Like, I was like, oh, shit, this is 
this is Zach Logan. Like he's a he's kind of a podcasting legend. I had been listening to the One Piece podcast for a while about that by that point. Um, yeah, and I'm just like, holy, holy crap, dude! Like this is amazing. So we've become one big family. <laughs> yeah, and I'm happy to have Stephen and uh, Zach on the show. But we and skipped a bit. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, Darrell joining the show. Ah, <laughs> uh, Darrell joining the show. Yes. Um. Well. First of all, Darrell was just going to be pre- pretty much what happened was, and I have to explain this to folks because I don't think people understand where. First of all, where Darrell came from. His mother and father. Um, <laughs> no, not that. Um, I, I think uh, more or less along the lines of what uh, what podcast he came from, and as as we joke around, what podcast I stole him from. Um, Basically, what happened was is uh, I was the first podcast I ever did was uh, Money's Anime Shrine. Um, I believe now it's called the Shrine Time Podcast, so I get that right. Um, free plug, free plug. I've been on it; it's fun. Um, so basically, what happened was is as a favor to them, I was like, you know what? Let's have um, let's have one of you guys on. And uh, I said to Money, I was like, well, you know well, what? Why don't we? Ask why you, don't how we... did you? How did you discover that show? Um, they actually contacted me. Oh, okay. They actually, I believe it was they contacted me. Yeah, I think they contacted me and asked, you know, if I wanted to be on the show, if I remember correctly. If I'm wrong, I, I apologize, but I believe that's how it, how it went. And I was nervous as fuck. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I was so nervous going on a podcast. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if I screw up? But it, it went well. And ever since then, I was like, you know what? Hey. You know, this wouldn't be a bad thing if this ever happened. And then all of a sudden, Jose uh, approached me with one. But um, let's get back on Darrell. Um, so Darrell was... I'm surprised we didn't make a joke there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't make a joke. I'm, anyways, no, no, I'm genuinely surprised nobody's making a joke about this. So we're just going to move on. Pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Darrell... I, I noticed Darrell on the podcast, obviously... We've all noticed how Jarrell is. He he has he has one of those. How do I put it? Jarrell's um, very outgoing. Yes, he's very outgoing. So, you know, um, I, I his chemistry with me was really good. Um, and when I brought him on the podcast, I said to Jose, I was like, you know, Jose. After the first time Jarrell was on, I was like, you know, I'm thinking. No, this could be a third person so that we don't all mean you don't just sound fucking boring. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I wasn't really worried about me and Jose being boring, but I, I kind of, as the show started to get more and more, um, as more and more of, of you guys started listening to it, I was like, you know what? We, ne- we need to have something that's, we need to have somebody on that's fun, that's outgoing, that's going to, you know, bring a side of us out that normally we probably wouldn't have. Cause I don't, I don't know about you, Jose, but I don't normally have that side of me where I'm just like, you know, F this or screw this or whatever. <laughs> I'm like that all the time, but just much angrier. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, Darrell is like that, but he has a smile on his face. Yes. And he drinks all the time. Um, <laughs> and he drinks all the time. That's why he has a smile on his face. He oh, drinks all the time. so going to get shot by him. Um, <clears throat> I hope we do. But uh, we brought him on full time because you know. Um, well, we should probably tell you. We should probably go into the, like the huge argument of like I don't want this guy on the show. 
So Jose. Yeah, and I was vehemently against this. I was like, just no, no fucking way. Yeah, by the way, Jose's a closet racist, sorry. Yep, no, it's true. <laughs> against Hispanics, especially. Oh, okay. I didn't know Darrell was Hispanic. <laughs> uh, that's, not, that's not what I was talking about. I was talking about myself. Anyways, so um, when Darrell, when Paul came to me with the idea, it kind of felt like, because at the time we were pretty successful and we kind of had this willing, winning formula. You know, I was like, I, I don't know if we need to change the show so soon because it was literally like five, I think, episodes in where he just became a host. Yeah. And uh, when he became a host, we kind of uh, Darrell kind of got unleashed compared to when he was a guest. And <laughs> oh my god, would I have to edit the show like so freaking much? And I know a lot of you want to hear what he says. No, you I can't put that on the says. show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put that in the show. I do like that one time where uh, you—I uh, don't even remember. It. I don't think even Darrell said anything too bad and you just put like a 10 second bleep in there <laughs> people no yeah people are still asking about what that is i know it's funny we're never gonna tell, never you. Gonna tell um <laughs> but that that was one time i just kind of got bored um yeah. what he did was say hilarious. was pretty vulgar but it wasn't vulgar enough to be bleeped out of the show for 10 seconds <laughs> oh no no it doesn't work if i just bleep one thing yeah it, it, that was that was the funniest moment in the podcast that i remember like when when you did that i was just la- i was rolling on the ground I think I was actually at work, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh God!" <laughs> but, <laughs> I think I need to, I need to take a moment for a minute. <laughs> but the uh, the thing about Darrell was, you know, I didn't want him on the show. I was very against it because it felt like uh, we were we were changing thing, we were fixing things that weren't broken. And um, thank thank God that I was kind of wrong on that one because when Paul Darrell did join the show, there was a lightness that is probably absent from this show because he's not here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> People are probably like, "This is such a fucking boring show." I know. I can't believe they plan just just be that by themselves for the one year. Oh, um, God. Wanted but... to have a campy feel. Okay, God. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. Yes. Um. So, anyways. Uh, but yeah, Darrell, when he joined the show finally, and it took me a little while to warm up to him, if I'm honest, like it took me a little bit, but once I, once I started speaking with Darrell and realizing how much we really had in common and stuff like that, I think after that, uh, Darrell is just kind of like my favorite person in the world. <laughs> and, yes. um, and I can't imagine the podcast without him where I've, I, people have asked me like, Oh, would the dynamic change without Darrell that much. And I've I've answered this on on Tumblr as well, and I'm like, yes, I can't imagine the show without Darrell. If Darrell walks, I walk. <laughs> I, I I you know because even though Darrell burdens me with like all the crap I have to edit out, um, you know right. it's because of all that crap I have to edit out. The show sounds so happy a lot. Um, you know it's <laughs> it's the stuff you don't hear that sometimes makes the stuff you do hear work really well. Yes. So, and Darrell is responsible for 90% of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My God. And, and, I, and I, on that note, I, I think we have to kind of um, actually note that I don't think people, I don't know if people know that you edit the podcast too. Yes. Um, I mean, the podcast is, I mean, we've been editing the podcast since the very beginning. We started on Final Cut Pro, which is my video editing program that I use for work. Um, and I've graduated since then, as of a couple of weeks ago, to Pro Tools, which is the premier audio program for audio editing on movie soundtracks and music and everything. So we're using professional gear, guys. 
Um, and we've been using professional <laughs> gear since the beginning, if we're honest. Yes, yes, we have. Um, so when we got when we got word that, uh, you know, when we were finally doing the show, the editing uh, for me, I used to be so much more careful with it. Now I'm not as much. I'm a little more trusting of our hosts, uh, except Darrell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when we started editing the show. You know, I always wanted it to sound natural no matter what, but there are things on the show that we kind of ramble on and we get a little annoying and we don't, that's the purpose for editing. You know, it's, it makes the, it makes the podcast sound way more streamlined, which we need now more than ever, because compared to when we were, now that we're actually like really good friends compared to when we started, when we started, we would just keep on topic because we didn't really know each other and wouldn't really ramble and we didn't know how to make each other tick. Now that we do, you know, it's like, oh, crap, we got really off topic. Well, okay, is this part <laughs> funny? No, it's not funny. It's not really interesting to hear. All right, we don't need to hear that, but let's get, let me find a place into into the show again. Yeah. Like right now, we're really on topic because we're like, oh, God, Darrell's not here to distract us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but um, well, I guess one last thing to say about the editing, I mean... The, what people don't realize when, compared to like a live show, I know people have been asking for a live show, but the reason we po- edit the podcast is so that you hear what we want you to hear. We, there, there is a sense of control over the show, uh, and it's also a big reason why we don't, we kind of don't just let anybody on the show. We tailor it so that, uh, you know, we can we we're, I I tailor it so that it doesn't sound like that anybody's being misrepresented but at the same time i tailor it so that we stay on topic and you know the overall message is consistent right which i feel like has kind of been a fear about the show that we misrepresent certain things yeah i mean we want to bring you a good quality show we don't want to do something live and then half of you are like all right we're gone (laughs) like if we were to do a live show we'd probably be on our best behavior ever and we, we were going to do a live show, but unfortunately, things got in the way of us doing a live show. We we're going to do one way earlier, but now it's like, well, we've got the Toonami Faithful After Dark stream, which, okay, should we should we talk about what Toonami Faithful After Dark was? Yeah, Toonami Faithful After Dark was us just being really uncensored on Twitter, basically. Um, no, on Skype. Because um, the four of us would kind of get over, together on Skype and say some really... Well, yeah, that too. I mean, we would we would be on Skype and on Twitter, like just talking to each other, freaking being like "Tsunami Faithful After Dark," where bitches get wet, or <laughs> yeah, and then people would would ask like, "What the hell is Tsunami Faithful After Dark?" And, um, and rule number one is we don't talk about what Tsunami Faithful After Dark is. That changed real fast. Yes, it did. Um, and now and I'm happy that Daniel has kind of ran with it and turned it into something else. Um. As for if we're going to actually do anything podcast-wise for that live stream, I don't know. Uh, and I'm yeah, po- we, were, we were actually trying to do something using that so that we could stream the uh, the panel live. Yeah, didn't work. Um, we didn't – We didn't. It, apparently, the account that we have on live stream wouldn't have allowed us to have a lot of you on there. So instead of pissing off like thousands of you, we decided, you know what, we'll just live tweet it. So – and that the was, other thing was, was it looked like shit too. Like that was the other thing where it just we couldn't make yeah. it look good. Yeah, Jose tested it a couple times, didn't look really good. So we decided, you know what? Let's not take the chance. Let's just tweet it out. Yeah, because I mean, again, we we don't want to like give you some kind of product and then you turn around and go, 
well, that was shit. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm that's sorry, that's but... another big reason why we don't do the live show because yeah. we've come so far now that if we were to do a live show kind of half-assed, it would sound and probably be very bad. That's why we don't we don't really do half-assed shit. I mean, we really try not to do that anymore, at least. Um, I don't want to say we've ever done that on the podcast, but we definitely don't do stuff half-assed anymore. Uh, I think we've come too far and our reputation is too big to really yeah. do stuff half-assed. We've, I mean, in just a year, in just a year, we've come so far. And to do it half-assed really, you know, is a big reason why Jim... <coughs> Jim was not just thrown in at Paul's whim. Like we had to talk about Jim and we should probably talk about him real quick. Yes. Um, so Jim came in to the play. I want to say it was this year, right? It wasn't last no, it was year. Last year. Was it last year? I mean, he didn't start. He didn't, he didn't start doing the things until this year, until okay. this year, but we were talking about it last year. It was, it was at, at the very end of the last year then. Yeah. Okay. Cause what had happened – oh, that's right. It was because of the Dead Man Wonderland thing. I remember now. Um, for those of you that don't know who Christian McCord is, um, he's one of our wonderful editors. Um, he did the uh, – as I said in the beginning, uh, the Bleach character profile with me. Thank you for doing that. It was completely awesome. Um, basically what happened was is uh, he did the Bleach promo like I said in the beginning. Um, awesome. Awesome promo. Thank you for doing that again. Um he uh, he did this fun. He did this um, Dead Man Wonderland promo, uh, and Funimation actually put it up on their Facebook page. I don't think it may ever made it to the Twitter page. I can't say that it didn't because I don't know for sure. But probably did. It probably did. We tweet but, everything, dude. Yeah. So I mean, I, I didn't notice it because I don't remember tweeting it out, but I know it was definitely on the Facebook page. Um, but I noticed his. Uh, I noticed that there was this this guy doing the voiceover. And I said to Christian, I'm like, who is that? I'm like, who, who, who is doing the narration for that? He's like, Oh, this guy by the name of Jim Nelson. I'm like, okay. Um, what's he doing? <laughs> so, uh, we got in contact with Jim and I said to Jim, I was like, well, you know, first of all, we're, we're thinking about doing these, uh, review, these anime reviews. Um, you know, wanted to see if you wanted to be a part of that but um i had said to jose i was like you know what jose we are we're combining at the beginning of the year with the unofficial tsunami podcast i think we need to do something a little bit different with the podcast and as usual jose always argues with me <laughs> well because I, I you know i thought we were doing something different enough that we were going to have rotating hosts that would come on the show um but you know <sighs> The thing is, when when the announcer thing came up, I was really against it because I'm just like, what is the freaking point? Right. Uh, um, and, you know, and I'm glad I didn't say yes right away. I'm super glad we didn't say yes right away because had we said yes right away, Jim wouldn't do his little clever thing at the beginning of every episode. He would just be announcer dude. Yeah. And personally, I really didn't want that for Jim. I thought, you know, Jim... I I, I I didn't like the idea at all. I was really va uh, against it, and you'll notice a trend here where I, I become against stuff, and then once we tweak it, it works. <laughs> um, except Darrell. We didn't tweak Darrell. Darrell's just Darrell. Yes, Darrell's Darrell. That's it. Um, so, you know, and it's, and it's the example I always bring up. Uh, 
when we bring up, you know, like changes to the show, when Jim came aboard, you know, I was, and I talked to Jim. Jim was a nice guy, and you know, because everybody knows Jim. Jim's super nice. Um, yes, he is. He 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 argued for it, you know, and I was like, but can you do, you know, what else can you do with it? And then we talked about it, and I thought about it for a, I think a day, and then I called everybody back. I was like, Jim, can you do like a little improv thing? And Jim made me bust out laughing. And after that, I was like, can you do that every week if I give you an episode title? And he was like, yeah, sure. And that was it. That was the reason why we have Jim on now. Yep. Because he can be funny. And he has a very good voice. And he has a very good voice, obviously. But the big reason was he's <laughs> funny. And we... we uh once we got closer with Jim, you know, we thought, oh, what the hell, let's have him on the show. And um, Which, originally, I was very also <laughs> against, but... Uh, yes, you were. I was very against having Jim on the show as a host, because... <laughs> well, because because he's the announcer, and how many announcers do you know that go on shows, and I feel that... Oh, you mean... Oh, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, you don't see the dude who announces for Saturday Night Live go on Saturday Night Live. This is true, but there again, we're we're not usual, are we? <laughs> yeah. So once he joined the show, it was like, well, you have two jobs. I guess you get to be one of the hosts when we want you to be, or when you want to be. Um, yeah. It's mostly when we want to want you to be. Yes. But so. um, yeah. Um, what else to talk about? Um, well, like I guess we can talk about the road. We can talk about post segments for a little bit and how that came about. Because post segments, one of the big things I got from feedback, one of the things I constantly get back from feedback, because the reason we have those post segments is because of your feedback, um, yep. is the post segments and how that kind of came about. Um, basically, I came back from Japan. I mean, obviously, we had the bloopers at that point. Bloopers was nothing new for us. Um, and, you know, I like doing the bloopers. They're pretty fun. Right. But... It was something that was just kind of, you know, I didn't think too hard about it. And once we started doing the post segments, I really wanted to talk about my trip. Um, so this is me being selfish. <laughs> I wanted to really talk about my trip and, um, you know. Son of a bitch. I know. Sorry. I really wanted to talk about my trip. And then people, we didn't know. Ex but I didn't know, like, how to put it into the show. And I was just like, fuck it. I won't put it into the show. I'll put it into this segment at the end where it's not a part of the show and we get to talk about stuff um which is it worked out wonderfully for us like it really has because those post segments get a lot of feedback or people are just like ecstatic to hear them when when they see that the podcast is over and we get 30 minutes left still in the podcast they're like holy shit i want to hear this you know and, and that's that's obviously a great reaction i love doing post segments because it's because obviously we're people, we love Toonami to pieces, we love it to death, but, you know, we like to talk about other stuff too, and sometimes it doesn't fit into the show. And that's kind of how that came about. I mean, stories from Japan morphed into just post segments in general, where we would just talk about anything. Like, we talked about tw uh, top five movies, we talked about uh, J-pop music, we talked about E3, where Paul yeah. died during it. <laughs> I died towards the end because you guys were talking about Nintendo, but yeah, Paul's not a Nintendo fan. Get him. Well, no, it was more or less along the lines like 
I, I thought you guys were just going to simply mention Nintendo, but like, it was like, you just guys went on and on. And I'm like, I, t- I texted Darrell, I'm like, just kill me now, please. <laughs> Paul doesn't like the post segments. He hates them. No, I, I like he the post segments. He hates them, man. He never, he never likes them. No, actually, Paul, I've always wanted you to come up with a post segment, though, man. Well, I do have an idea for a post segment, but we'll talk about that. You're we'll never going to do it. Anyways. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> You'll argue with me, and then it'll get done. It'll get done, yeah. I mean, well, because we've always... I mean, the post segments have kind of come straight from me, for the most part. I keep coming up with them, um, because it's always shit I want to talk about, and then I happen to have people who want to talk about it. Uh, which is great, because I love having people to talk about it with. Um, and it's sometimes the thing I look forward to the most, is I love talking about the post segments. Um Sometimes more than the podcast itself because it's a lot more freeing and a lot less editing. Sometimes I'll just leave them uncensored because it's like, well, it's not a part of the show, so. <laughs> this is true. Um, um, oh, I think... we, we, we forgot to mention the bleeps. Our longest running gag on the show is the bleeps. This is true. And um, yeah. and basically the reason the reason we do that is because of iTunes or we thought because of iTunes, we had to do that, so that way... Well, I still argue I do it for iTunes. Yes, but it, it seems like, from what we've been hearing from other podcasters, like, it doesn't matter if you swear or not, iTunes doesn't really patrol it that much, I guess? No, it's not, I mean, the reason we kind of... Honestly, the reason... The 100% pure reason is because it's a running joke. We did it on the very first episode, and we just didn't stop. Um, But, you know, and, and eventually it became... Alright, we've got people listening to this podcast from a lot of different walks of life now, and and we've got a lot of younger audiences. Well, alright, a younger audience is not really what we're looking for, but, you know, let's at least edit the show to Adult Swim standards so we can say, because we have gotten complaints about cursing before. Like, that is 100% true. I have literally gotten complaints about cursing. And I can at least cover ourselves where, like, well, we do censor the show, and we are covering an Adult Swim podcast. Yep. So, you know, that's two things against you. I mean, to, uh, Adult Swim block, not a podcast. Adult Swim doesn't have podcasts, as far as I know. <laughs> well, Adult Swim Central does. Adult Swim Central does at adultswimcentral.com. Those guys rock. Go listen to the Swimcast. It's a fun podcast. Yes, it is. We have to have Jonna here on again. I need to go on that podcast, damn it. Yes, I need to go on that podcast too. We'll have to make that happen. We'll have to we? make that one happen one day. Anyways, um, but the um, but yeah, the bleeps are kind of just a running joke. Uh, but we keep them for good reasons. Uh, when I'm in a hurry, though, or I simply fall asleep, which I have fallen asleep while editing before, that has happened. Oh God! I am not making that up. I have fallen asleep at the keyboard before, um, and <laughs> stuff will just slip by me, but generally speaking the most of the stuff that slipped by me is because i just don't hear it and i only have i really only have one chance to go through the podcast and listen to it so i can't i can't really fix stuff after it's done because i we we try to keep to our deadline pretty strictly yeah we tried it we try to but i mean it gets kind of hard sometimes because we do go off when we get into a good subject we do kind of go off and you know talk for like ages about things and then we realize like two hours later oh shit <laughs> well yeah that's the problem we we are such good friends all of us that we just talk about anything for hours like after the show even after the post segment 
we're still on Skype talking and yeah. you know, it's it's different from the podcast, a little rotchier than the podcast, but um Yeah, especially when Darrell's drunk. Yes. Well which is twenty four seven. Um, so, you know, and I think that, I think we underestimate how important that is, but yeah, talking on Skype after, after just chilling, uh, after the podcast rather, not chilling is, (laughs) is I think a big important part of our development because we don't want to leave for a while. We just keep sharing stupid shit with each other. Yeah. So we really, we really have become close. Like I, I'm dead serious. Like if Darrell walks, I would totally walk with him. Oh, Darrell's not going anywhere. And thank God Darrell's not going anywhere. Unless I he... always I always make fun of him. I'm not going to say why I make fun of him, but I always make fun of him, and he, uh, he's like, fuck you. <laughs> I make fun of him because he's black. Anyways. Oh. oh he's kill you he's not here right. to defend himself today, so now it just sounds really <laughs> racist. <laughs> yes, people. Jose's a closet racist. Anyways. <clears throat> not a closet. Oh, what else to talk about? I I, I think we've really covered the whole spectrum of this year. I mean... I mean, well, we have to talk about Momocon, because Momocon was really special. Yeah. I think that's the last thing we'll really talk about on this subject. Um, Momocon... So, here's how Momocon came about. Um, Chad Bonin, who I love now... um, Our bestest friend, who's doing a panel at... um, Oh, I don't remember the con name, but he's doing a panel. Well, I'll... I'll yeah. let it into the show. Yes, please do. Hi, um, Chad. I don't know if you listen, but hi. <laughs> um, basically, he's the guy that does all the pretty much all the t- the, the good tsunami panels down in Ad- Atlanta to at all the cons, which is awesome. And I don't know how he does that, but um, pretty much, uh, he finally was able to get the tsunami crew to come and do a official tsunami panel at Momocon. Well. I, I said to Jose, I was like, mm, you know, I think we're going to end up having to go down there now. <laughs> well, I was going to go because actually we should start a little bit further back. Steve had said to us that he was going. Oh, yes, yes. I forgot about that. Steve wow. had Sorry. said to us he was going to Momocon. Yes, yes. Right after we interviewed him. Because right. here's the thing we kind of always do with our guests. Um, we always ask for a video interview. We always ask for one later at a later date so we can, so we can get them on camera and it's a good way cause you know, it's, it's kind of cool to get all these people on camera. So Steve was already planned to be an on camera interview with us. Yes. And, uh, so See we what... started applying for our press passes way right, before we knew the tsunami right. people were coming. And apparently, and what, what had happened was, is we were already, basically what was going to happen was, is Jose, it already volunteered. I'm going down there. Fuck that. I'm going down there, you know, just for Steve because we wanted to do this and get this done. So that was already a done deal. Um, basically, what happened was in between that time and uh, when we got to Momocon, um, as I said, you know, it became an official panel. And, uh, you know, I, I, me, for me, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can go. You know, I got all this stuff up here, you know, you know, I'm not just, I, I work pretty much close to 45 hours a week. I have a kid, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people understand that, you know, I, I explained it to sketch one day, sorry to go off on a little tangent here, but I explained it to sketch one day and he looked at me, he's like, wow, you are busy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do all that on top of this and the 
website. I'm like, yeah, I'm a little busy, little busy. Plus, I had a girlfriend, and what had happened was, is I don't remember if Chad had put something out about uh, somebody recording the uh, the panel, but I contacted him and I said, hey, look, you know, we're going down there to, uh, you know, Jose's going down there to record Steve. Um, why don't we just have Jose record the panel? And then that way we could put it up on the site. You have it. We can just distribute it everywhere. And, you know, at first, he's like, well, let me ask Jason. We'll see what happens. And then probably a couple weeks later, I uh, did I text you, Jose? I think oh, I texted you. I think I freaked out. I think you called I, me, actually. I think I called you. I, I texted you, and then I called you. And what you got to understand about Jose is Jose has this response initially of, oh, okay, that's awesome. Like a nonchalant response. But I know Jose so much that I know that like after I'm done talking to him, he's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Actually, I think for that one, I was kind of like freaking out. I was like, what, 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 what now? What, what, what are we doing? <laughs> I was that was so, I think that was the one of the few times where I was just like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. So um, again, thank you to Jason and the crew at Tsunami for uh, allowing us to do that. Um, and we were glad it we, we were happy enough to bring it to you guys. You know, that's that's part of why I made this site so we can bring uh, bring you the best content and everything. We should also probably talk about what exactly went into making that happen. Because I think a lot of people, what they expected out of us was this one camera oh, yeah. little thing where we're just, you know, well, look, you know, it looks like every other panel video. And I was like, I am not having my shit look like every other panel video. No fucking way. This is true. So uh, I had brought along and I'm sorry, my voice just cracked. <laughs> Try that one more time. Uh, so I had brought along an extra camera with me because uh, I I knew what I wanted to do with it. And I was I was like I I didn't know if I could I didn't know if I could do it, but I wanted to do it differently. I didn't want to do the same old crap uh, oh, that that everybody speaking does. Of that, no. Speaking of that, actually, which was another thing, um, a lot of you noticed um, a, 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 one of the reasons why it took so long to come out um, was uh, one of the things that. I wanted to do and it came to me was like, you know what? I've seen them do this before. I, they did it for Comic Con um, years ago. They had like um, some bumps for the con. Um, and I'm like, you know what? If they did it for them, they could, they could do it for us. God damn it. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I emailed Jason and I was like, so um, got a quick question for you. <laughs> What's uh? Would you guys mind doing an intro for the panel so we can throw it in the video? Because I think that would make it, you know, even more of an official video. Plus, and then I sent him the example of what they did in the past, and uh, that was one of my moments where he was like, "Oh yeah, here we go." I, I, and again, I don't know if they had done it already, but no, I think Jason told us that he hadn't planned it. That oh. that really was not planned uh, until we brought it up. Sweet. At least that's what I'm going to keep telling myself until I think it to be true. I have. So, I, if I remember correctly, that is true. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, I come up with these creative ideas, and you got to understand, like, when some of these ideas like come to fruition, like this bleach promo, it, it just makes me. It's just awesome. It, it just puts a smile to my face because, 
I don't I don't think people understand, but this is like a creative avenue for me. I can do things. I, I can think something. I can put an idea out there, and these guys, all these guys that I work with, not just on the podcast, but on the website too, take my idea and take it three times better than what I wanted it to be. And that's just completely and utterly awesome. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it it, it was it, the panel was was a great experience. I, I loved how people thought that we were actually tsunami, which was fun. But no, we're not. Well, especially <laughs> me because the day I came from William Street, uh, I had my little Cartoon Network shirt on, and then I had my tsunami hat, which I still have and I still wear. Um, and I also <laughs> had like a Turner ID badge on me as well. Because I was, it said visitor on it, but nobody could read it. <laughs> so everybody would just think I'm like, oh yeah, I work, and I, I freaking lied to people. I was just like, yeah, I work for Toonami. So there's now people <laughs> who think I actually work for Toonami. Because it was just way easier to explain. I was just like, fuck it, yeah, I'm from Toonami. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I didn't really want to explain things to people, so. Um, Although obviously to the staff I had to explain it. Like I, there was one guy who really thought I was from Turner. I was like, wait a minute, I freelance. I am freelancing right now for Turner. I am not actually an employee. Which is true. We were freelancing for Turner. Uh, we were all freelancing for Turner because that that video is not only our property but is their property as well. Um, so yeah, and um, you know, and that was an, that was something that we agreed upon. Uh, well before the panel that it would belong to four separate parties. It belongs to Chad, it belongs to us, it belongs to Turner, and it belongs to uh, Momocon. So those are right. the four legal outlets that that video belongs to. And we also have, we do have the intro for the the, uh, the con up too. There's actually a link on TsunamiFaithful.com that's just for that whole panel, uh, with all three videos that we have. So, um, you know, again, we... Um, we, all the stuff that happened was because, you know, we just asked and we got it and it was just incredible. And we plan on doing more of these if there's another official panel down there. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but you know, we'll Well, see. Well, you guys have, what you guys have to understand though, is that this was probably the most expensive endeavor we've ever undergone. Oh yeah. That's why we need money. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this one. This one drained I'm me. Bills. I'm still paying bills. Oh, dude, I'm still. I still owe money on this. Um, no, I don't actually. <laughs> That's not. I true. do. I do because I have shirts. So. <laughs> I mean, but the thing was about the, about the Momocon. We don't have to sustain. We had to pay for room and board, uh, and then there were certain pieces of equipment I had to go out and acquire just for this event. I need a new tripod, for example. Um. And I just, it was such a pain in the ass to get this all ready to go. And for for a while there, like the camera, I I brought my, obviously my professional camera. And then the other camera I had was just an HD camera. I didn't have another camera. Um, Thank freaking God that uh, Momocon staff were very helpful. Next time we plan on doing this, I plan on having another professional grade camera with me. But man, it was, it was probably the most difficult thing i've ever done because what you guys have to understand is that usually i have a crew of people who know what they're doing and that's not to disrespect uh the people i did have there like Darrell and daniel and and jim uh and and of course paul but i usually have people who know what they're doing around me and everybody was brand new 
So it, <laughs> it was especially stressful on me to do a big multicam shoot, direct it, edit it, produce it, bring all the equipment, um, and just overall be the one guy who knows what's going on. Right. And that it was, was it was an interesting experience. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it was it, uh, for me. It was hell. <laughs> for me, it was hell. Yeah, but whenever you get into I'm recording something mode, you uh, you turn into this. Don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> yeah, dude, you have no idea how many people would like start talking to me and be like, "Oh my god, please stop, <laughs> please stop forever." All right. Um. Oh, dude, the editing process was quite fun on that though, because I had a lot of fun editing that, and then the render was going to take four hours, and I had to be back in. Oh, God. And then I had to be back in Miami in 8. So I was like, oh, crap. I can't render this right now. I have to leave Atlanta now if I want to make it back in time. Yeah, and and what people don't understand was me and Jose were talking the whole time. And Jose's like – because me and Jim had gotten on a plane and went home. Jose was still in Atlanta with uh, Daniel in Daniel's room trying to edit – the uh the podcast the, the podcast the uh the panel the panel and like it was done had, it was done but he had to render it and because rendering takes so long you know he had to leave and couldn't render it until he got home well you know it got so he got so busy that we were just i was just like i believe i contacted you and i'm like all right look put it put it on some kind of computer Render it overnight. Here's the YouTube password. Just put it up. Well, that's what we did because what happened yeah. was, what happened was I um, I literally went from Atlanta with no sleep, mind you. Like it was seven o'clock at night, and at about nine o'clock in the morning, I was back in Miami. Uh, again, I've been driving all night. I've been driving all night, and at nine o'clock when I got to Miami, I was already back into work. I could not. There was no way I could use my computer at the moment. Uh, I couldn't use my computer. I couldn't have anything rendering. I was already working. I was working as a production assistant on a commercial at that point. Um, so I really couldn't do it until I got home that night. And then I got home Monday night after being up for about 48 hours. Um, <laughs> and I rendered it. And Tuesday morning, you know, I'm texting Paul back and forth. You know, yep. at three o'clock in the morning, I'm like, look, this thing's going to go up, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I left it on my mother's computer to actually upload. I didn't actually upload it for my own computer because I had to take my computer. Yeah. And then like, he's like, you're going to, it's yours now. So when it's done, you take care of it. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. So I, I woke up early because, you know, I wanted to make sure everybody got this and then everybody went crazy. <laughs> yes. I love how people complained about it. And then when they saw the video, they're like, oh. That's why it's official. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing I really loved. Uh, people kept coming up to me and like, oh, dude, who cares? We got this other one, and it, and, you know, it looks fine. And I'm like, but I don't. No offense to whoever does that panel video, but I want mine to look. I really wanted this one to look special. I really wanted it to look good, um, and really go above and beyond expectations of us. And I think we did. Uh, and and we did with the Toonami Faithful exclusives as well. I mean, I edited the I edited the Steve Bloom interview literally the day, literally the day we interviewed Steve. I I, I edited that one really quick. Yes, you did. Um, 
and the, the those interviews they were awesome like yes, they were they were a lot of fun to do and it was fun because we were all in the room it wasn't just fun because we got to interview them it was fun that week because everybody was in the room yeah and we all we all had so much freaking fun <laughs> i love so where fun. like you and Darrell were like hey look a black man's at the picture <laughs> I'm like, oh god, here we go. And then, and then, freaking Steve was going along with us. I was like, Steve, we need to have you on the podcast again. <laughs> We're gonna try to do that. Um, we need to. All right. So I think that's that's enough about Momocon. Okay. So um, before we get out of here, I guess we want to talk about what's next for the show. I mean, we've been here for a year. We're gonna be here for hopefully another year. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's what's next for us? Uh, we're gonna have more guests. Um, we've had a lot of guests, and by the way, for those of you that ask how we got so many guests, um, it's not hard. We just ask, you know. Yeah, and we just, and, and luckily we know. Well, at least I know a lot of these people already. I mean, I know Paul has actually gone to cons now and met people, but you know, Richard is actually my friend. Like I met him, and I, I hang out, I hung out with him, and. Um, and I actually like, we keep in touch for real. Like, it's not just, oh yeah, I know you, I, Richard is actually my friend. Um, so that one was kind of easy when he wasn't busy, but it was, um, and, and now I would call Steve that cause Steve and I have now, Steve and us, I shouldn't say Steve and I, Steve and us have hung out now. Um, you know, we've all hung out and it's, and it's awesome, man. It's the it's the coolest thing in the world, and I can't wait to go back to Atlanta and see all my buddies again. And I'm hoping that everybody's there again too, because that would be really nice. I don't think it'll ever happen, but no, again, that, like that, that that convention was special because we yes. met we met even Brent. We we even got to meet Brent, who has never appeared on camera before. And if you don't know who Brent is, he's the audio mixer. He's not in the Toonami panel or the Toonami Faithful exclusive we did. He refused nope. to be in either, but we got to meet him. We know what he looks like. Yep. So, Dude's built. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, for the future, we'll get more guests on. Um, we'll get, we'll have a lot more scheduled guests. Um, the problem is because we've gotten so busy, all of us, that it's kind of hard to just fit these people in. And also, you know, we also have these guests that are very busy as well. You know, there's a lot of cons during the summertime, so um, trying to get them now is kind of hard. But you know, we will, as I said, we will get them when we can, and we will try to put them on. And I will have Steve on again. God damn it! <laughs> um, for me personally, the the most most important thing I really just want us to keep expanding. I really want us to keep growing as a podcast we've come so far in just a year i would really like to see where this next year takes us yes um you know i don't know how we'll get frankly i don't know how we're gonna top it um i would like to you know just say i I would really like to see more video content man i really want to do more of that but it's hard when there's only one guy this is true and one guy with cameras and you know and by the way you know i want to thank adult swim central i want to thank um the guys at toonami because they do you know promote a lot of stuff that we put out sometimes um i also want to thank you know uh oh god zach and steve for uh you know letting us become the the big podcast (laughs) um who else, am I th- who else am I missing? Uh, I want to thank those guys that came over from Toonami Alliance. They've uh, really helped us expand uh, article-wise and, you know, made us a better website. Because once we – once 
you know, I upgraded the site. I wanted to make sure that everything, you know, that we had more articles, that we were actually doing more stuff. You know what I mean? So, um, I, I, if I miss somebody, you know, I, I apologize, but you know, everybody that's been involved with tsunamifaithful.com and the podcast, I want to thank all of you because, you know, without you guys, this site would not be possible. And that's the truth. You know, I took an idea and said, this is what I want to do with it. And it's become something huge and it's become, I guess I could say one of my own children, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, we work so hard on the podcast. We work so hard on our website. geeky content as well. And as well as the yes. website, uh, to faithful proper. And to, and by the way, for those of you out there, there's some things going on with geeky that are going to be coming up. Um, because we've been so busy, that's why it's, there's been a lag. So I apologize for that. But over the summer, you're going to see something big coming. Um, so keep an eye out. There will be some more anime reviews. Um, and there will also be some other things that we're going to be doing with that company as well. Uh, hope, I'm hoping that that works out. If not, then what I just said is stupid. But um, if that happens, everything will be awesome. So, Well, I mean, because we keep – we keep growing bigger and bigger. And then the problem yeah. is we don't grow our staff bigger and bigger, or at least people who are technically able enough to do it. So that's our biggest problem, but um, we'll solve it, man. We'll figure it out. We always have figured it out and we will continue to figure it out. And yep. we just, the one thing I got to say is thank you, the listener. Like you guys have pushed us so hard just by being there just by coming back every week just by calling us out on shit just by being responsive and and just at, just when we ask for feedback you're not afraid to give it to us uh for chatting with us on twitter for hanging out with us uh on the interwebs and hanging out with us in real life i've met some of you people in real life and it's pretty cool um girl who ran away uh <laughs> that's a story for another day that's a story i've um, told in another podcast so go find it um so you all are just have been awesome and I love you all so much. Like I really mean that. I really love you all so much that uh you know, it's it's really hard to put into words that how much this podcast means to me now. We do this every single week and I always have a great time. And it's always fun to have something to look forward to every single week when it's not on TV and it's something that you produce and that people right. come to and 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 like. Right. So. So yeah, I think that's it, man. It's time to. Yeah, that, that's time to get the hell out of here. It's time to get out of here. <laughs> As right. we go on, oh, we're not singing. <laughs> no, we're not singing. <laughs> okay. Um, so, guys, just keep listening. We're going to have, we're going to have more podcasts. This isn't going away anytime soon, and you know, we're going to have more guests. It's going to get better. You ain't so seen just, nothing yet. Yes, just tune in and yeah i think it's time for us to get out of here it's time to sign off so um very important this is still going on we should we should have somebody on next week um who has donated to the jerry gelb cause yes we will do that so here's what you need to do because this is way more important than our funny little podcast <laughs> yes um please go to tinyurl.com slash j E-R-R-Y-G-E-L-B. That's tinyurl.com slash Jerry Gelb. Um, please go onto the website and donate whatever you can. 
But if you would like to be on the show, we are offering these as rewards. 25 bucks, you get to pick the topic that we talk about. 50 bucks, you get to come on the show and talk about said topic. And we've already had a couple of takers and people who are awesome. If you pay 100 bucks, you get all of that. Plus, if you send it to Steve, he will do a little voiceover for you. Yep. Because he is just a nice dude. Um, and, you know, it's the, uh, the amount, you know, the amount of help Jerry Gelb needs is, is a lot. So please donate whatever you can, even if it's not to be on the show, just donate whatever you can. Um, and hopefully we've done our small small part to help. Um, that's, that's very important. So make sure you donate there. Um, all right, sir, where can they find you on Twitter and all the places all right if you have been a follower of the show you know where to follow me on twitter it's j-e-a-r-g-u-m-e-d-o that's j-e-argumento um no i will not tell you what the e stands for (laughs) and um let's see you can also find me on tumblr at uh, j-e-a-r-g-u-m-e-d-o dot tumblr dot com you may notice a pattern here you can find me on the forums at j-e-a-r-g-u-m-e-d-o um and as of this recording, uh, you can still send in your audio surveys, but when the podcast comes out, it's obviously too late. So you can email those at my email address at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O at com. But hopefully you've already done it because you won't hear this until it actually comes out and it's too late. <laughs> All right. And as for me, uh, you can find me at Paul Pascrillo on Twitter. Um, you can also find me... You can also email me at Paul Pascrillo, which my last name is spelled P-E-S-C-R-I-L-O at TunamiFaithful.com. Again, I look forward to your guys' responses. Please let me know if you have any questions, concerns. You know, uh, Tell me I'm an asshole. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Could you Just not do that for me so much? <laughs> Anymore? Like ease up a little bit? I get it. You people like bleach. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if you want to find me at those places, I also have a YouTube page, which I haven't really, that I haven't, that I just started using again. Uh, I don't have any videos of my own, but I have like an idea of what kind of music I like. So if you want to look at that, it's youtube.com slash prophecy six, eight, one, it's P R O P H E C Y six, eight, one. Um, if you want to see what kind of music I like, I'm adding to it daily. So uh, it's just going to get bigger and bigger, and you can make fun of me about it. You can do whatever, and maybe we'll actually have a showcase, and I can, uh, you know, talk about some of the music that I like besides nerdcore. <laughs> so, um, but besides that, you can also find me on the website. Um, like I said, sometimes I'm in the forums. My username is TF Admin. So, uh, thanks for uh, listening. As always, this is the one-year anniversary of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace. We're out. Deuces. When did Jarrell get here?